This is The Last Mile, powered by Segway Commercial. Join us as we discuss industry trends and our vision of the future of transportation. For more, be sure to check out b2b.segway.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Last Mile, a Segway podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and thanks so much for listening to another episode of the show. We really appreciate you listening along. As you're listening to today's episode of The Last Mile, make sure that you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and going to our website, segway.com, for more information on solutions, services, and, of course, other pieces of Segway content. So at Segway, we believe in empowering micro-mobility solutions that are focused on innovating in and for their communities, providing last-mile transportation that really reflects how their communities travel. A perfect example of this kind of authentic growth is seen in the company Skirt, a green scooter company founded in Dubai that has grown to compete with major players in the region like Lime and Tier. So with our podcast today, we wanted to highlight Skirt's growth at as a company to really ground some insights and understand how today's micro-mobility companies are running their business, from rollout strategies to marketing tactics to how understanding local markets can bring grounded solutions to last-mile problems. So here to give Skirt's story, and his story as well, is founder and CEO of Skirt, Ahmed Altaneji. Ahmed, so great to have you on. How are you doing? Hi, Danny. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to sourcing your insights today and profiling your journey as an entrepreneur and uh, as a trendsetter in your industry. Uh, I'm really looking forward to unpacking how you've integrated Skirt into Dubai, uh, some of the strategies you've had for dealing with competition, dealing with local policy, cultural response, and the broader market at large. So let's go ahead and jump in and start with uh, you as the founder. So before founding Skirt, the professional experience that you've built up is incredibly unique and varied. You've held senior positions in both government organizations and multinational corporations with over 20 years of senior management, marketing, branding, and product development experience. So can you track how all of that landed you at wanting to start a mobility company? Yeah, thank you, Danny. Uh, well, basically, I was always uh, wanted to start something new in technology uh, industry. And when our leader, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai, he said, we define a clear strategy and specific goals for smart transportation. So it may become one of the main excellent the achievement of sustainable economy in the UAE. This immediately made me decide to link the micromobility industry into the technology that I wanted to start at first place. So here we're basically uh, looking into how I come across uh, that vision to uh, go into the micromobility industry. Now, when you started building Skirt as a company, how did you structure your mission as a company and your your value statement, your mission statement to differentiate from the crowded landscape? Well, see, overall, Skirt overall mission is, is to integrate our shared mobility, light uh, electric vehicles into the daily lives of commuters, residents, visitors and businesses in a safe, responsible and effective way. 
We intend to completely transform the way in which people and businesses in the Middle East and broader picture, which is the MENA region, makes it from point A to point B by providing innovation mo uh, uh, mobility models. So we are looking to change the cities overall and our world for the better by bringing people together with a convenient, affordable and easy accessible mobility solution. Importantly, we aim to do all this while prioritizing safety, right of the way, access and compliance with applicable country and city laws. So we work very closely with government to ensure that we integrate our emission with the government to make sure that we all uh, reach to an objective. Now, what were some challenges that you faced early on in executing that vision, whether that's market forces, industry forces, or otherwise, that kind of made your goals difficult or, uh, you know, proved challenging as you were, you know, bringing skirt up off the ground? That was uh, a nice uh, question, I would say. I had lots of challenges to be un to understand uh, on to understand basically how the micromobility works. That was one of the challenges I had, and I had to travel to China. I have to travel to the U.S. I have to travel to India and go back to the Europe and understand the government and authorities and what is the laws are on those countries and how does and what are they um, uh, doing about it to uh, ensure a smooth um, uh, ride for commuters and uh, uh, first and last mile uh, challenges so so i had to consider all those challenges and come up with the solution and overcome any challenges for the market we are trying to enter so we kept uh, understanding uh, to adopt what has already been there since it's been the where uh, the uh, those market has been uh, into the micromobility uh, earlier and we can see what they've been doing and what challenges that they've been working on and see how would this be adopted to our market because our market is a bit different than those markets and that means you need to look into infrastructures you need to understand on people's behavior you need to understand on how you will be convincing the government and so on so when i started there was no regulation for shared scooters in dubai and before i launched my business within a week there was an announcement in the news that shared scooter business is banned in the city and this is where all the doors has closed. And I said, wait, wait on, we need to look and we need to go and start working with the government to make them understand how does this work. So we had to work with the government and authorities to make them understand the benefit and the safety that this will add to solve the first and last mile uh, for cities. We worked very hard to get them remove the band and then we agreed to run a pilot program for a year to prove how this uh, uh, system going to work. As you were building your company from the ground up, what did you learn about some of the best strategies for running a micromobility business in those early days, specifically as you were uh, sourcing your manufacturer relationships and putting together your business model? Go ahead and break that down for us. Yeah, well, well, see, I look at best strategy for running a micromobility is to choose the right partner that provide the best quality, the partner that's going to provide the best quality vehicles, which gives you less maintenance work 
and long life duration. Moreover, it is also very important that the customer service and training that they provide your team when they're required and when you need them. So, so it is very important that when you work with, with a partner, you can rely on that partner as a backup. So that's, I would say, the key for success mm. when working for choosing the right relationship and a manufactured uh, partner. And we'll get more into partnerships here in a little bit. I want to transition the question over to a better understanding the region that you operate out of to get a sense for the local market and how that local market shaped your rollout. So again, Skirt is UAE-based, uh, more specifically based out of Dubai. Uh, so there are a lot of factors that influence uh, rolling out something like a last-mile solution. Let's start with local policy. At the policy level, the regulation level, how supportive or antagonistic was policy when um, you were first getting skirt off the ground? Go ahead and break that down for us. Well, see, policies, there is always, uh, uh, policies will always come up with uh, updates and changes, and they will always come up with uh, uh, ideas to improve those uh, policies. So, so we've worked with the government and, uh, and in Dubai, we, there is something called the road and transport authorities. Uh, road and transport authorities had to put some policies and we need to work with them and adjust and work closely together to ensure that those policies meet our requirement and their requirement and and the end to serve the purpose of first and last mile for the for the people who's going to be moving around such as the visitors commuters uh, uh, businesses across the city so we've i would say they have a fair policy at that point of time and we are continuing to uh, update and help to improve those policies to ensure there is a a, a clear uh, objective for the long term and uh, i would say uh, if i look at it in terms of policies compared to a global uh, area, uh, even though they've started earlier, but in especially in Dubai, they want to make sure that when they roll out, when the pilot program is uh, pilot program is running, they want to make sure that there is not a single error when you are adopting and making sure you're delivering. So they, uh, as our highness keep saying, they want to be the number one in the world in everything they do. And this is why we need to cope with what the government are saying. And they want us to be the number one so that they become also the number one. Otherwise, we need to, uh, to not to be behind schedule rather than being ahead of schedule and making sure we are adopting to those policies. What about local policy around uh, infrastructure development for transportation? What is that like in Dubai? Uh, is there any focused work around uh, continuously updating infrastructure for new kinds of transportation or just more robust transportation options? Give us some context there, too. Well, uh, for those people who haven't been in Dubai, I would say Dubai is very well infrastructure development is already is there. Uh, Dubai has uh, the best uh, uh, and being rated one of the best uh, city in, in the world when it comes to uh, the infrastructures and the development and all those uh, different area. Dubai, we have metro stations, we have uh, uh, tram, we have uh, buses and all those different uh, methods of transportation. 
And when we talk about uh, shared scooter and how would those be um, uh, helped to uh, serve those purposes, right? since we've already started in the initial uh, pilot program, right. they've dedicated a certain route for those people who will be moving on those scooters from within those zone areas very well developed and uh, they will continue to increase more uh, infrastructure for uh, if it's bic bicycles or uh, scooters but if you i would say now they've already almost there was a vision from his highness sheikh mohammed who is the ruler of dubai has said before end of 2021 he want to make sure that he has the biggest cycling track uh, or, and scooter track, whatever they call it, uh, in the MENA region, which is now under construction and it should be ready before end of, sorry, before end of 2022, uh, sorry, before end of 2021. So, so they are ahead of those development and they're working, uh, the government, especially here in the government are all working together rather than each uh, municipality is not working alone. No, all of them, they will have to work together to achieve those uh, vision of His Highness and the ruler of Dubai. So let's expand a little bit on the micro mobility market in Dubai. Um, how robust is it right now? I know that just recently there was a rollout for uh, various scooters to be integrated into Dubai's last mile transportation, um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Just more at a general level, how robust is said micromobility market? Are there a lot of players? Uh, is that something that already is seeing a lot of competition? Well, see, uh, the micromobility, especially in the MENA region and not just in Dubai, it is a green field with a huge need for first and last mile solution. So, so there is a huge need. There is, uh, uh, not a huge, uh, competition, uh, at this point for the rollout, even though uh, there were more than 33 companies, uh, globally had uh, entered the tender with the government to ensure that they get the first pilot program. And there were only uh, four to five uh, companies who has uh, uh, won. And we are proud to say that we are one of those companies who have won the tender to enter uh, the Dubai market. Dubai was the most difficult one because if we say why Dubai it is, because we're talking about there are more than 600 million movement of people and only metros and transportation in general from visitors across the world. And, you know, Dubai is famous from as tourist attractions and visitors. And we have more than 12, 13 million residents in that city itself. Speaking of the residents, what has the cultural response been like to uh, scooter deployments? Are they well received? Uh, and, you know, maybe give us a little more context on how people usually travel within you, uh, excuse me, within Dubai and the major hubs in the UAE. Uh, the culture that are uh, living in Dubai in general, they are a multicultural country, a uh, multicultural people. So, so you will see lots of people from different countries, from different parts of the world. You will have, uh, as you know, we as, as an Emirati uh, living in this country, we're talking about a population only in, in Dubai. We're talking about roughly around 1.5 to 2 million uh, Arabs who's living in that uh, city. However, the majority of other people who's living in here are people from different culture, different 
part of the world. And uh, this is where are people from India, from Israel, from the US, from China, from Korea, and you name it, so on. The country itself, it is very well developed and it's a multicultural country. And everybody is very well educated, very well known. Uh, they all speak one language uh, when it comes to English is our uh, language where everybody understands to meet everybody's need. So it is very well. So when we're saying how is the response, we've just launched, uh, I would say, uh, three months ago. And the response that we got, we are proud to say that after three months of running business, we have achieved 96% overall customer satisfaction from people usually travel by car, metro and buses. Looking at the feedback that we've got from those customers in only three months, this itself shows that we are meeting those customer expectations. And we will continue to achieve higher than uh, those uh, numbers. But this is the important thing when you come to know the response of, uh, of people that using your product. So with all of that local context in mind, can you clue us in to Skirt's strategies around the local market and how that influenced your company? Was that important for strategizing around Skirt's success, really understanding the local market and deploying for that local market? And what do you think this says about how other scooter companies should approach their rollouts? I would say other scooter companies should focus the, I would say the number one thing that they need to focus is to understand the culture, the culture in this market. And they need to understand when we say culture that the people who are living in this country and also the government, how they think and how they want to see things in Dubai. This is a key. If you understand the culture, you will try to understand how you could roll out. Then you need to make sure to understand the market itself. What is the potential in those markets, especially in, in, in the city that you want to deploy? And there are a few factors that you need to keep in mind. Dubai is known as a place for, there are people who could live in Dubai with low income, whatever, but majority knows Dubai as a premium when it comes to quality and uh, service. So we need to maintain those things into what we are trying to deliver. So quality is very important the service that you're going to maintain and and the and the technology and reliable of your technology is very important if your technology is not reliable based on your product that you're providing then it affects the product itself so you need to make sure that your technology is reliable and the product that you're providing is a quality pro, uh, product the service is important and you need to be very careful when you when you think of the price the price is a key when you're wanted to look on how you're going to manipulate the, the market itself. Uh, then you need to make sure that you need to focus on innovation. It's not just having a simple application and few scooter and you dump it there and you expect that you're going to grow. Right. It's all about how you're, you're adopting innovation into your technology and what kind of new technology and product that you're going to add to your service. The last I would say is, which is also the key is your partnership. How is your partnership with government and how are you going to partner with community? You need to get the community closer to you and you need to understand those community and you need to work with those community to serve those purposes because governments are there for the communities. And if you get your communities aligned with you, you can get the government aligned with you. Those are some words to live by. Love it. 
All right, Ahmed, let's get into some of that more uh, recent news I mentioned earlier around Dubai's micromobility expansions. So this gave Skirt a major boost in late October of 2020, but Dubai's Roads and Transport Authority, or RTA, announced uh, an e-scooters rollout in five key areas across Dubai. Uh, 2nd December Street, Al Riga, Dubai Internet City, Jumeirah Lake Towers, and Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Boulevard. Uh, Can you explain a little bit why these five zones were chosen? Uh, And then we'll get into uh, thoughts on the rollout strategy. Excellent. Okay, the the government has chose the five zone based on first pilot run of connectivity of metro stations and tram and buses, and not all of them. When we're talking about metro stations, we have more than uh, 47 metro stations uh, across Dubai itself. And there are more, uh, I think around nine or eight metro station, which is going to be linked to Expo 2020. So, so if we look at all those stations, they don't want to just uh, put all those scooters across all those uh, zones. So they've decided to look at every zone with only one metro station which is connected and they want to see they want to make sure that the scooters are there is not just focus on leisure but it's to solve the first and last mile uh, service so they've chose those and they've focused on getting each uh, operator uh, to focus on two zones uh, to see and to have those kind of competition in those zones but at the same time to see how we are adopting to meet the first and last mile however those first and last mile does still does not solve the first and last mile in general, but because the zones are too small to serve those miles. However, what they're saying is that they're going to just have it in a small because they, they need to continue to develop those scooter tracks. And they are also in discussion to see if they are going to not just have tracks, but they will just have to probably have them uh, running across the side of the roads uh, at the moment, rather than uh, taking time to develop uh, putting lines for a scooter track. However, Dubai is very well developed and there is a lot of places to use those scooters. And there are a lot of people who use their personal scooters at this point of time. So they want to make sure things are properly managed. They want to see how people adopting to uh, uh, using those scooters on those five zones to understand different people, different behavior, different culture, rather than just dumping them everywhere in in the city initially. So this is only for the first few months. So now we're on the third month and we've been now talking with the government. They're saying probably in the next one to two months, they will start to increase those zones and they probably might add more zones or they might announce a rollout city-wise implementation across the whole city. Uh, And probably city-wide implementation could probably be in the next three months. Uh, So we are just hoping that this happens sooner or later. So just for a little more context, the five companies that are part of this rollout are Skirt, Arnab, Kareem, Lime, and Tier, which is a mixed bag of both established large players and uh, some smaller players as well. Now, how are you seeing these varied scooter companies meet the community's last mile needs in these five zones? And how does it really reflect send just major hubs of last mile travel in Dubai? 
Okay. Uh, well, when the government has uh, shortlisted uh, the winners for uh, this uh, rollout, they've selected uh, five who is going to win. And out of those five, those are the ones that are going to compete in the market. And they've ranked them based on ranking who had scored the highest uh, uh, rank. And we're glad we were one of the top uh, ranked. Um, if we look at Kareem, Kareem uh, is not yet in place uh, ready um, to deploy their scooters so um, I'm not I don't have any idea about when Karim is going to uh, be ready to launch their uh, scooters but all I knew that they were going to be just probably uh, docking stations or something so I'm not sure about that however so if we look at who are the current player at the moment is yes correct Lime and Tear Arnab and us. So we, I would say as of today, we are only four players in the market. And uh, I'm sure based on the government, they said that there won't be more than uh, four to five or probably might go down to two to three. So that's going to be a huge challenge. So our objective is to make sure that how we work very closely with the government to ensure that we provide the best quality service, the best scooter, the best customer experience, the best, what everything that we need to focus on is when we, we keep the word best when it comes to there. This itself will ensure that we are on track. We understood the market, how things are rolling, even then if tomorrow that they're going to uh, shortlist uh, and uh, have another tender to take the whole citywide implementation that by that time we had the experience of six months citywide implementation and we know how things work and what are the things that we need to focus on. I'm also curious to get your thoughts on the rollout strategy of these scooters in Dubai versus the rollout strategy of scooters that we saw across the United States over the last several years. Obviously, this is a very structured, limited run in Dubai within specific zones and in those zones along dedicated e-scooter tracks. Uh, that sounds like the complete opposite of what we saw in the United States when we look at cities like Dallas here in Texas, where I'm based out of, or uh, several of the United States West Coast post-deployments of e-scooters, the rollouts were very uh, unstructured, they were hard to predict, and often in direct conflict with municipalities, asking questions second and just sort of saying, all right, here are the scooters and now we're going to come to a solution as to how to keep them around, not first communicating with the municipality to make it happen. So very different strategies. Why do you see this kind of difference and how do you see those differences impacting the successes of last mile solutions and deployments? Dubai, all governments in Dubai are all working together to ensure the plans are meeting the success of the last uh, mile solution. And this has come from the top leaders of the city, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, and he's the ruler of Dubai. So he had uh, put this as a uh, a top priority to make sure that all government organizations work together to make sure that everybody are aligned on knowing exactly what's happening on. They already have a committee from Dubai municipality, from police, from road and transport authorities, and some of the major player in the community, uh, big community areas to ensure smooth rollout across all those uh, areas. So what they're doing is they have those meetings along with us where we give our feedback, we feed them up with uh, up to date on uh, how things are uh, going on in terms of movement and how people are adapting to behavior and all those different kinds of things. And we all work together to ensure that we have a proper campaign in educating the community on how to ride, where to ride, what to do, and all those 
parties are playing a major role to ensure the success of this rollout. So it's not just one government entity. No, all of them are playing to ensure that the top leader, what he has asked for, they need to ensure that they all adopt to a solution. Back to the other players that are part of this rollout, uh, as a startup, even though you've had these big breaks, you're still up against some more established players in Dubai like Kareem and Lime and Tier. How has that competition influenced Skirt's rollout strategies? Well, since I have also worked in a transportation project, this helped me a lot to understand how, what, where, and when to use our marketing strategies. And we know the market very well, though this saves time and price. So for me, I, I would not look at them in terms of a competition to me, uh, rather than I would say an added uh, value to the community. However, uh, we need to make sure on how to maintain our level of quality and a service to to exceed in terms of what those other competitors are providing is to make sure that we have a reliable uh, technology. We need to make sure that we have the best scooter product that we are going to be launching. Very important is the maintenance work, quality of that product, uh, the, uh, the service that you're going to be providing, the customer service that you're going to be. In the end, it's not about the name and the brand. It's all about how customer experiences and how would they uh, link uh, them to your product. And this is our key to ensure that how we should be providing them the best service experience so that they could think that there's nothing comes up rather than skirt when it, they think of scooters. I want to point to your background a little bit, like you just mentioned. A major part of brand success today comes down to uh, marketing and public perception, along with quality of product, of course. Now, your previous experience as director of marketing for Circo's uh, MENA region let you work on transportation projects like Dubai Metro, Dubai Tram, Qatar Rail, to name a few. Uh, what media and marketing strategies did you learn during your time working on those large-scale projects that you've now applied to skirt, to try to boost the brand, the public perception, and the marketing strategy around your rollouts? Well, this, as uh, if you're if looking at the being as a director of marketing of Circo Middle East uh, and MENA region at that point of time, I've also worked uh, before for almost like 12 years for uh, Department of Tourism, which uh, I major uh, thing that I was looking at is basically the brand of Dubai and how to position Dubai globally and making sure that it is uh, recognized uh, worldwide. So looking into understanding uh, customer experience, uh, promoting a destination and bringing it back into uh, a transportation, this adds always things to what I have learned over the last 20 years, knowing that how people movement in, in the uh, city, how what are the numbers of uh, people using those metros, what are the people are using those bus stops, what are the challenges that they're facing and all those so on. So this helped me a lot in terms of how to have a clear focused strategy in terms of how to target those people and to diversify them from when they stop uh, from the metro what is the first thing that they need to do if it's going to be from a metro station or if it's going to be from the uh, uh, bus stop and so on so 
there are different way we know the right uh, medium that we need to focus on we know the right people that we need to focus on and we know we need to make sure that we are partnering with the right people to ensure that they are all aligned with what we are delivering i believe Currently, these are the best strategies currently that we are adopting to make sure that we meet those people's expectations and putting those the marketing strategies. All right, Ahmed, we're almost done with our conversation today. Thanks so far for your insights. Uh, I want to wrap by better understanding Skirt's partnership with Segway, which I know was a, a major part of allowing Skirt's growth and involvement in new uh, local projects and just providing some support. And so I would just like to highlight that and spend a little time understanding exactly where Segway uh, participated in this partnership. So how did Segway help Skirt grow and and secure these rollouts? What role did they play and why? Well, let's be very honest. Having Segway as a brand linked to our technology, this itself gives confidence to our partners a brand that the world trusts when it comes to quality. Let's be very frank and honest. So when we speak to any community or any uh, government and we say that we've, we are, we're partnering with uh, Segway and we're using their product, they immediately knows that the quality of the product that we're using. So, so I don't have to make sure that they need, I need to spend more time in convincing them the quality of the product that I'm going to be adopting to the city. So this itself was uh, a start for us choosing the right partner, to be honest with you. How has having Segway's technology uh, as part of Skirt's rollout uh, supported your ability to better realize uh, your visions for solving Dubai's last mile transit needs? What about the technology fits well with uh, the solutions you were trying to craft? See, their technology is very well developed and it's very well rely, uh, reliable. So you need to make sure you're providing a service to the community. And when you're providing a service to the community, you need to make sure that the technology that you are uh, having is meeting those, uh, serving those purposes. If you don't have a reliable technology, then uh, that's not going to be, even though if you have uh, uh, whatever it is that we could call, but however, uh, I, uh, since I see uh, the, the technology that they have, that is very reliable. This gives us very much confidence in how to operate our business here in Dubai. And then finally, Ahmed, where do you see partners like Segway fitting into your larger plans for the company? What's uh, on the horizon for Skirt and how does having a Segway partnership enable some of those future plans? Okay, uh, Segway has it all. And when we talk about micro mobility, the first thing comes on top is Segway. So no one can deny that. And what we see is we are building our micro mobility from scooter to bikes to uh, e-bikes and uh, moped. And based on our larger plan, Segway is the right partner for us since they have a variety of high-end quality product that meets our expectations. And that does it for our conversation today. Ahmed Altaneji, thank you so much for joining us and giving us more insights on your story, on Skirt's story, and how you are working to meet micro-mobility and last-mile transit needs in Dubai and the United Arab Emirates. Again, we've been chatting with Ahmed Altaneji. He's the founder and CEO of Skirt. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you very much, Daniel. It was a pleasure. Have a good day. 
And Ahmed, uh, if people want to find out a little bit more about some of the work that Skirt is doing and potentially uh, use your services or uh, get in touch, how can they do so? Well, they can uh, go to our website, which is uh, skirt.me, and they can also download our application, which is called Skirt, S-K-U-R-T-T. They can see all those. And we are also on the social media and LinkedIn, so they could always uh, write the word Skirt uh, in LinkedIn and on other social media and YouTube and Twitter and so on. So they can always get in touch with us on any of the social media platform that we're using at the moment. And we'll be glad to uh, hear if there is anything that will serve both purposes. And yes, we will be coming globally, but we are starting now uh, in Dubai and we are rolling across uh, the whole uh, Emirates. And by uh, within uh, uh, soon, we will be in the covering the GCC market and the MENA region. Fantastic. Ahmed, thanks again and looking forward to chatting again soon. Thank you very much, Dan. Have a good day and thank you for your time. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Last Mile, a Segway podcast. If you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, make sure that you're subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and heading to our website for more information on our solutions and services and, of course, more Segway content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Till next time.